Hello, and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Itmanski, and I'm here today with... Jocelyn DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. And today we're going to be talking about <laughs> a little guy who is about three feet tall, has um, Spock's ears, and a vampire wig... A little guy known as Munchie. <laughs> I mean, Colin was laughing already when you started talking. Just the excitement of Munchie fever was oh gripping him. The same fever that is clearly afflic- afflicting Munchie. Look at his skin. He's so sick. It's he's going like, to die at any he's moment. So, he's so mottled. He looks like a corpse. Well, I don't know if yeah. they shot this in order, but by the end of the movie, that puppet is looking rough. Yeah. <laughs> Just rotting away. You expect like his lips to fall off to reveal the skull or fangs underneath. Oh, I wish. Well, so Justin, you've been uh, mentioning I feel like Munchie several times over the past little while, and sending us like the poster, and I really was dreading watching yeah, this movie. I did not want to watch this. I it's Dom DeLuise, first of all, voicing this ugly oh, little puppet. Is that a negative? Um, Don't we all love the Domster? Well, I grew up like him with him being in absolutely everything. Like every cartoon I watched, he was in. He couldn't get away from him. Um <laughs> Well, I guess mostly just the... Um, uh, cannonball Run films? No, no, no. Yeah, but, uh, April loved the Cannonball Run films. <laughs> the she guy could not get a, enough of Bert in the gang. American Tale and All Dogs Go to Heaven. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, right. That guy. Uh, best Little Whorehouse. Who's that animator? Tech- oh, Don Bluth? Oh, Don Bluth. Don Bluth, yeah. So he's in like literally all his movies, and he always has the same voice. But no, um, I was not excited <laughs> That's for That's why you movie. hire him. You want that DeLuise magic. Also, again, you look at the poster, oh. and it, it, it looks terrible. Um, I think there's... Like, like the flying pizza maybe in the poster. It's like Munchie it's like kind of people on the bottom. I, I can picture it in my mind. I think he's wearing like a leather jacket. Is he kind oh, of like yeah. is he kind of like leaning like he's you know he's got some attitude. He's flying through the air. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, I could not have been more wrong. This movie is really good. I love this. This is a movie, movie that would uh, haunt me at the video store in the only place I was allowed to rent from the 99 cent family section at West Coast Video and I remember watching it once and being like I do not like this like, <laughs> Munchie looks like shit he doesn't yes. even have any wishing powers which really disturbed me as a kid They're that like very we'll vague. get to it yeah. but uh, yeah. I made a list of what his powers actually are and I think it pretty much stays to it teleporting uh, he can move stuff around in the, with, uh, in the air telekinesis and he can also imitate voices <laughs> Those are his three power. Uh, of I his was going to say he can change radio stations, but that's just telekinesis. Yeah. Yep, it all falls into telekinesis. Now, let's not get confused with the powers that he has in Munchie Strikes Back, okay. which features a Dom DeLuise impersonator. They no. couldn't get the Domster back. Oh. Are you kidding? Yep. Uh, I think maybe Dom was too busy uh, voicing the skateboard kid, <laughs> the magic skateboard. Yeah, the other uh, weird live action movie with a puppet. <laughs> Um, so this movie is directed by Jim Wynorski, who mm-hmm. uh, I've uh, I I know at least a little bit about. Uh, definitely from you've mentioned lots of times on your other podcast, Justin, and uh, we've seen uh, a few of his movies. We've chopping mall mainly. Uh-huh. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about him and his work? I guess with Roger Corman, right? Jim Wynorski loves breasts. All right, so we've got that out of the way. That pretty much yes. sums up who he is. And this I would movie. say that. Uh, as 
those kind of like low budget filmmakers because he was really good pals with Fredel and Ray, who also appears in this movie in a oh. troublesome cameo. Um, that Jim Wynorski loves to entertain. He started right from the beginning with a film called I always get it wrong. It's like The Forbidden Empire, and he's just like a huge movie nerd. Like in The Forbidden Empire, he has like an old uh, Lassie actor in a scene, and I remember in a commentary track, he's like, "Oh, there you hear the original Lassie bark in the background." He, that, that's the kind of stuff that he does. Uh, okay. He did Re- Return of Swamp thing and his films at least in the early period before he became completely destitute when it came to making (laughs) movies uh, are usually fun there's a lot of camera work there's a lot of goofy humor there's a lot of action like he just wants to entertain Mm -hmm. and out of all those guys like Fred Olin Ray is much more of a um, utilitarian filmmaker right (laughs) well Wynorski seems to always go the extra mile which happens in Munchie as well. Oh, yeah. Which could time. have just been mailed in. Like, oh, for sure. Eh, let's just not even try. That's but he's what trying I was expecting. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He's got some nice flourishes that uh, it just keeps the energy going for sure. But yeah. uh, Norsky is one of those guys that I was shocked that he's still making movies. Yeah. But I feel like, um, you know, he's definitely not... Uh, politically correct for these times. <laughs> As in like, well, wasn't he making like Sharktopus versus? He was for a while, but like he's mostly Replicator. famous for making movies that shoot in two to five days these days. Oh, okay. uh, there's an amazing documentary for people that are interested in him called Papatopoulos. Yeah, that's I've very seen good. That. I've seen that. Mm. That's right. Mm. You've seen that documentary? Yeah, and I didn't really like put the, uh, two and two together. Well, I'm always now. getting him and Fred Olin Ray confused. Cause As do many people, yes. Uh, Jim Wynorski is the slicker and, you know, to be generous, funner one. Yeah, for sure. This is, uh, uh, this is a really entertaining movie. And Sorry, mm-hmm. did Fred Olin Ray, he directs the Lifetime movies now? Yes, Fred Ray does Lifetime oh, okay. movies. Okay, right. yeah. so not, not this. Not, so, yes, um, this movie is really good, um, almost like despite Munchie. Like everything else sure, in the movie yeah. and everyone else is really like funny. And like you said, they go the extra mile without it. Like it, It's very over the top, but yeah. it, if so, it works. There, there's some genuine laughs in this movie for sure. And yeah, like you said, like he, it's, he really wants to entertain. And it's like, you know, the kid kind of has like fantasy sequences. There's just like mm-hmm. little things that... Uh, uh, lots of kind of adult jokes. Lots of stuff for the parents. <laughs> for the, yeah, yeah, for the dads in the audience. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> Ooh, my Nick Gabrielle, penthouse playmate. I knew it. I knew yeah. she had to be. We could tell by the, the names in the end credits. Like, mm. uh, okay, she's done like adult movies. So or... this movie opens with the title card Concord, which was one of Roger Corman's companies. Yes, he produced this film. Well, sorry, produced. I'm putting that in air quotes. Well, the funny thing is we watched it on Tubi and mm. The, the, the description, the film description was like, from the wacky mind of Roger Corman. I don't know about like, that. what? Oh, Apparently wait. he's not wacky enough for you. I need to give some uh, context to this too, because it's very easily confused with a movie called Munchies, which has nothing to do with this film. Yeah. Also produced by Roger Corman, which was a Gremlins ripoff, directed by the editor of Gremlins. It is not good. What? I saw <laughs> yes. the poster for that and it made it look like a sex comedy. Yeah, where it's like the munchie like looking up a woman's dress and yeah. it's like... <laughs> That's the second time I've used this <laughs> in the last five minutes. <laughs> um, so yeah, we we it opens with a car chase set in 1970. Okay, so this car chase makes no sense. I, I feel, I'm like, is this stock footage from something? I like, th- I thought it was. It looks like it's from another movie. It could be from another movie. But, okay. I well, did I tell sure. the story about Jim Wynorski that in the early 2000s he was famous for buying footage from Universal and putting them in another movie? Oh, I feel right. like I did. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, I, so I, that was Jim Wynorski? That was Jim 
Wynorski, the that, one where he took the footage from Last Action Hero and put it in his right, Treat Williams right. film. I think yeah, that yeah. came up last episode. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you did mention that. But this is so funny. It's just like I, I felt like okay, well, they're going to explain this later in the movie or something. There's going to be some big reveal, like this person that's driving the car is going to be connected to somebody, or he's nope. going to come back. It's it's just completely unrelated to everything. So this guy is like. Uh, uh, he's like looks like he's beaten and bruised as well. So he's. Did you notice there was yeah. a blow up Dracula doll? Yeah. Uh, in what? the passenger seat. I have no idea what the hell no. that was about. It looked like it was stuck onto Munchie's crate. What? So, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. He's just driving uh, this crate. We don't know what it is, but it's Don. <laughs> it's speaking with Dom DeLuise's voice, and he will not shut up. And, and it's kind I of. Think it's that's kind why. Of, it's like blinking as well. It's like got these these green lights that blink, and that I'm like, and we should back. say here that Dom DeLuise, as the voice of Munchie, he doesn't really. <laughs> tell jokes he just kind of talks yeah, so he'll be he like hey it's tight in here and that's it yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that's about it sometimes <laughs> it's kind of a pun and that's the best that he can do well he thinks it's funny because he ends every sentence with like him laughing <laughs> it's hilarious but i did notice and like the corniest jokes it's like these old-time vaudevillian jokes that just bomb and then in the end credits it has like additional munchy dialogue <laughs> and so they probably got Dom DeLuise for one hour and he just like riffed <laughs> off like, the screen. One hour isn't, Get that's not script. enough to do an hour and 20 minute movie. Hey, hey, it's me, Munchie. How's it going? All right, uh, Munchie. All right, see you later. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, that's a Dom DeLuise touch. Uh, are you recording? Uh... <laughs> All right, Dom, I'm ready to go. All <laughs> <laughs> very detached from the movie and and Munchie himself. And the puppet, which yeah. we'll get to. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about the puppet until we get to the puppet. Yeah, for it, sure. It's glorious appearance. Oh, my God. Okay, Almighty. so he throws it down a hill. Yeah, so I guess it, it, the whole opening <laughs> scene. Pit. Yeah, you're wondering. So, <laughs> no one's going to want these naked pictures of Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> so he tosses Munchie's cray. Well, we don't know it's Munchie's cray. Whatever. Tosses into a bottomless pit. So I guess the whole opening was just a show that it's like a curse to to be friends with munchie like you know he kind of destroys your life because this guess. guy looks like he's he's been in a, in a like bar fight mm-hmm. he's like beaten and up he Did looks munchie really do happy to be getting rid yeah he's like fist pumping he's like yeah and then we get the uh the credit sequence and chattering teeth <laughs> I, for so the life of why? me i don't know why is uh, it, I guess you're munching teeth, munchy. That's the connection I make. It's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch, and uh, also I haven't. I take issue with that, and we'll we'll get to it. Oh, uh, with chattering teeth, no, with the, the whole munchy thing, with the name okay. munchy. Yeah, why he was called munchy. A lot uh, of this probably because it was like a movie that. called Munchies, and it made a lot of money, and that's why they utilize the same one. <laughs> it's it's Roger Corman. That's probably the way they did. Trying it. to trick it's, people. It's a prequel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we get probably my biggest disappointment of the movie, which is in the title credits. It says Lonnie Anderson, <laughs> and I was like, I read it as Louis Anderson when I looked at IMDb. Are you serious? Yes, I did. And I was like, Louis Anderson. In this movie sweet. Well, I no, didn't, not uh, him. I didn't know Lonnie. who Lonnie Anderson was. <laughs> I had to until explain who Lonnie Anderson was. I don't know who Lonnie Anderson is either. She's Explain famous from WKRP in Cincinnati, mm, and she right. was she was just like the kind of airhead secretary on that show, and she had big boobs, and she was blonde, and she was married to Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that's probably a, why Dom DeLuise is in this movie. Famously married to Burt Reynolds because their divorce went on for like twenty fucking years after mm. they were married. Mm. Um, you can't say no to that bird, I guess. I guess. Or Lonnie. I don't know which way it went. No. Well, anyway, that's that. Um, 
<laughs> so, so and then we've got uh, we've got a very young Jennifer Love Hewitt. Love Hewitt. Love no, Jennifer going, just in her going name. as Love Hewitt. I guess they realized that um, love just love didn't sell, <laughs> so so she changed it to Jennifer Love. Love Good. never sells. Only the physical contact does, April. I You're right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing all the Simpson sounds this uh, episode. Uh, Jim Wynorski says that he's like, I discovered Jennifer Love Hewitt because sure yeah, this was does. her first film role, even though that she had been in television before. Well, also, like, um, this came out in the mid-90s, right? 92. Mm-hmm. I- I'd never heard of this movie, so it's not like this was, like, a big movie. Not back then, no. I don't even remember seeing this at Blockbuster. This would probably be a straight-to-video, I think, right? Oh, definitely straight-to-video. It would have yeah. not played theatrically, yeah. Uh, I think that she, yeah, because she was a music, vi- like, uh, person. Really? Like, she sang songs, didn't he? Yeah, because I'm looking uh, here, and there's do. music video, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Please Save Us the World. Which <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very, what a serious. terrible title. Well, she mm-hmm. didn't really break out until Party of Five. Which yeah, that's the way, only way thing later. I know her from. Well, and I know her from the movies that she did after that because I did not watch Party uh, of Five. She did a lot of television. She was on a TV show called The Birds of Paradise, mm-hmm. on a TV show called McKenna, mm-hmm. uh, House Arrest, and then I Know What You Did Last Summer. Where well, is yeah. Party of Five? I, I knew her from I Know... Uh, wait, was she not in Party of Five? I don't think she wasn't. Oh, oh no, she was. Okay. Sorry. It was way back in her filmography because it was from 1995 to 1999. Wasn't Nev and Campbell it shows up in the last year. Yeah, Nev Campbell. Uh, but yeah, we... I know her from, I know you did last summer, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. That was, that was the big... Uh, oh, I feel like that's... It's a teen movie. I, 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 yeah. I played for you at one time. I saw that a bajillion times growing up. And like later she was like, heart, that movie Heartbreakers and mm-hmm. just, just dumb And she doesn't really like act in movies anymore. I think because no. she's trapped in like, uh, she was in Criminal Minds for two years and then she's been in the 911 mines from uh, 2000 <laughs> wasn't she the ghost whisperer uh was she uh, oh no yeah and that was five years as well as a ghost whisperer yeah, yeah. so she's doing okay she's kind of like mm-hmm. stuck in the shows that uh when you tell people the titles they've never heard of them yeah Except and i mean um, she's okay in this like she's good for a little kid actor mm. um now her co-star i can't say the same <laughs> for him um this kid who i saw the uh, like the preview image on Tubi, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Ben Savage! Ben Savage from Boy Meets World is in this movie. It's not him." I did no, not know that Fred Savage had a brother. Yes, you a, did. Yeah, he is. He's all, he's in Little Monsters. Both of them star as brothers in the movie. Really? Yep. I guess I've never the seen classic him. Howie Mandel film. I did. <laughs> Maybe come into this podcast. Maybe. I thought she was just like mispronouncing. I'm like, it's Fred Savage. But yeah, um, this kid cannot stop laughing the entire movie. He looks like he's trying not to smile like throughout the entire every movie. Scene. At first, you're like, okay, maybe it's just a scene. No, it's the entire movie. It's the entire movie. <laughs> it's and because everybody it's is hilarious yeah. around him, you see. And this kid also, this was his last acting role. It's credited that he's in Munchie Strikes Back, but I have a feeling it's probably stock footage. I haven't seen Munchie Strikes Back in years, so. Or you just think they reused footage or something like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a classic Roger Corman style to oh. get to feature length running time. <laughs> oh, it was in the contract that you signed. It's like, we're going to watch uh, 20 minutes of the last movie. It's like, all right. I remember yeah. I was with this well, other also, kid. This, <laughs> this movie's only an hour 20. It's blissfully oh, it's, short. Oh, it is not an hour 20. It's like an hour 15 and it's got those <laughs> look at the cast uh, image credits. Oh, the predator credits. Yeah, yeah, I guess maybe including like, <laughs> the credit end credits. Um, so mm. uh, I, 
I don't remember how this movie starts. It's Do we start like, him at his school? In, in classroom. In yep. classroom, he's like, you know, in love with Jennifer Love Hewitt. And uh, we get the first of many like fantasy scenes. He kind of like keeps going into this fantasy world where he's like imagining her. Yeah, unfortunately, it stops after he meets Munchie. It's only in the first half. Munchie has all the imagination he needs. Yeah, yeah exactly. He brings, his, he brings his fantasies to life. I mean, there is a nice through line about Munchie's talking about imagination later and, and also his... <laughs> His like uh, the professor friend. It does. It does like you know. Yeah. It's a theme. But the uh, the funny thing is, he goes into the. He's looking at Jennifer Love Hewitt, and then he goes into like this fantasy world, and you're thinking, oh, it's going to be them, like you know, kissing or something or in love. No, it's just he's getting uh, like awarded. Like, like the best school president. school president or something like yeah. that. Yeah, by the guy that's in uh, a chopping mall. John Turlesky, <laughs> Death Stalker Two himself. Yeah. Um, he was also I'll in Shockma. I'll get you in Deathstalker 2. <laughs> uh, actually, the person who says that, Sultana, is Tori Staples, who's his teacher in this movie. Oh, that's the right. The one talking about it's all yeah. like fractions. They are the, the same actors. Yeah, you see a lot of like actors. I was just going through the cast list. I'm like, oh yeah, they were all also... I the- uh, dislike uh, Mass so much. I made two notes back to back. Fractions are bullshit. Why do they fail kids? Who cares? Fractions. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in we, my notes. We sure as <laughs> hell not Learning fractions. fractions. Yeah, they were asking yeah. uh, like Jennifer Love Hewitt, like a uh, you know, how to add this fraction and this fraction. I was like, fuck. Although, I actually, you I know would what? not know how to do that. I do need to use fractions when I'm um, using the measuring cups. Mm. The third oh, and the true. cup and the eighth. I am, I am using that. Why do they still do that? Why not just make it like 0. 0.5? Like it'd be so much know, easier why, to follow. Why even have a third be anything? It's mm-hmm. <laughs> annoying. Um, anyway, I love these fantasy sequences. They, they've been done in you know lots of other things. The um, Christmas Story, uh, yeah. that Sidekicks movie. I mean, it was a cartoon uh, thing. Like, uh, you know, Life with Louie. And, um, I, I, speaking did... of Louie Anderson. <laughs> Life with Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> Life with Louie. It's, it's Louis cute. It's crazy. And it's a good way to kind uh, there of break was it up. A funny joke on that recent Netflix show, Saturday Morning Cartoon All Stars, mm-hmm. where there's a parody of those like uh, you know comedian does a cartoon show, yeah. and he would have these imaginary sequences, and the joke is like that he can't imagine anything but it being western. He's like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's like uh, me in a western town. My parents were fighting just like in a western town. He <laughs> yeah. kept going back and back to western because it's over like an older again. comedian who has yeah, no, he can't yeah. think of anything. <laughs> Creativity. Would yeah. recommend that show. He keeps interrupting his own comedy <laughs> skit. He's like, "Wait, let me give you a second. Just like Howie Mandel. Was. Saturday morning All Star Hits is really funny. I would, I would recommend that. It's on Netflix. I gotta check that out. I've uh, seen some. I, of actually, it. Colin would probably really like it because it's We've around seen... the period that he was a kid. And watching <laughs> he watched cartoons. like the first three episodes. With yeah, me. it was yeah. very familiar. Like, I watched oh, okay. the rest of it by myself. But uh, yeah, so. Um, well, he does. Okay, so after this class, the teacher like says, you know, you're doing shitty in math. Uh, I'm going to have to fail you. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. whatever. So he's like the new kid in school or something. They go to the cat. The next scene is in the cafeteria. Okay, This is the grossest cafeteria <laughs> now, food I have ever this seen. Is, this is so weird because the whole movie seems to take place in a high school, but these kids are yes. very young. They're these elementary are, mm-hmm. school. These are grade school kids, you know, like, uh, I don't know, grade five? six or six, five or something. Yeah. But it's clearly a high school. I'm like, I didn't have a cafeteria in elementary school. They do Shakespeare plays. No, I plays. did not either. But he has a trying tr- out for the football team. You know, it's so weird. They have a, a locker room with showers. He's like, I want to get, uh, I want to get back to this food though. This, <laughs> like, he has a tray of food. Like <laughs> an adult couldn't eat that much food. Not, but not it's not also like lunch. beans, mashed potatoes. 
pancakes and cranberries. <laughs> is this breakfast in the cafeteria? What's going on? It's like six pounds of food. And that's your breakfast. <laughs> and kids. it's all slop. And he's like paying the the like Lunch cafeteria lady. lady. I didn't have a cafeteria until uh, high school. Me too. And even then it was just sort of like... I never ate at the cafeteria. It was a very uh, foreign thing because I never had any money to buy stuff. Well, neither did I, but like uh, all they sold was uh, beef patties or something. Or, like, oh yeah, or chicken ch- fingers. Ch- yeah. Chips or whatever. It wasn't like a full meal or anything. No, no, no. I yeah. think, But you always see this in like uh, high school movies specifically. Maybe it's an American that, like, thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah it's very foreign to me. And uh, our hero sits down at the table with a rich guy and his jock sidekick. Which is so funny. And also funny. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. yeah. So this is really funny. It's almost like you could picture this rich kid. He's like the, the preppy kid. He'd be played by James Spader if he was in like a, you know. And he's doing like a, a, later a posh mo- accent. Yeah. Which he, is very cute. And he's got like the kind of sweater like over his shoulder. Has you know, like, anyone been a good person who's worn a sweater <laughs> over their shoulders? No. No. Never. Well, I mean, uh, tennis instructors maybe. <laughs> no, they're bad people too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have sex with all their uh, their clients. Yeah. What? <laughs> you see squid in the Whale, right? I That's have, how that yes. goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, the other kid, like, what's his name? Leon is his little, like, the, not little. He's like the the, muscle, the bully, yeah. the muscle kid. But it, I just I like their dynamic, and I like that they're kind of acting and speaking older uh, than they are. Almost like this was the script was supposed to be for a high for like teens kid. or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's true. Which is really funny. Um, and what happens? Uh-oh, the bully throws his uh, tray of food, filled with food, onto the principal, and it uh, makes a fart sound when it <laughs> yeah. hits the principal. The sound effects in this are really funny. And and then, the uh, you know, classic, who threw that tray? And they're like, well, that kid doesn't have a tray, so it must be his fault. Yeah, and then uh, he's like, come here. And then as the kid is walking, he's, like, getting all these, like, you know, fantasy sequences, which are funny. Wild West. <laughs> Wild mm-hmm. West again. He sees he's the, the pr- devil. Yeah, he sees the principal as like, you know, the the marshal or something, and he's got the hangman's rope and everything. The the judge with the curly wig. Yeah. And this is all just like in the span of like 10 seconds. Yeah. So it's, yeah, this is like the kind of first hint where you're like, okay, this is, uh, it's creative. It's It's well done. They used the costumes they had, you know, in the uh, the wardrobe department. (laughs) And then he goes, the principal is like, I'm giving you detention and uh, I'm taking off like two demerit points. And then the kid kind of, uh, like holds his heart like he just got shot and he's like well because he imagines himself being shot by revolutionary soldiers yeah he imagines being like at the firing range which is also hilarious but then this like ketchup like sprays on his shirt and he's like oh it's just ketchup (laughs) he gives him 20 hours of study hall that is a massive punishment like 20 hours after school for 20 days like a month just for throwing a tray of food that was something that uh i can't remember i think i was had to stay after school like once or something like that. Um, but I and knew you kids. made a lot of friends along the way and I... realized who you were. <laughs> Met my friend Munchie. <laughs> no! no! <laughs> did you guys have imaginary friends when you were kids? I don't think so. Yeah. I, 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 I did. did. Oh, you did, April. I, I okay. Did, yeah. Really? What was his name? Munchie? Uh, I think his name was Norman. <laughs> <laughs> no. Norm! Don't know why. Don't hey, know why. it's Norman. How you doing, April? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, uh, what is it, like a gnome named Norm? Is that who it was? <laughs> That was, uh, that was a Stan Winston movie, wasn't it? Was he voiced by Dom DeLuise? I'm looking no. it up now. I think that's that was, movie with the really ugly puppet. Was it with Anthony, oh, yeah. Anthony Michael look. Hall? It was Anthony Michael Hall, yeah. Directed by Stan Winston, I believe. <laughs> Dream yeah. project, I'm sure. 
So, all right, we won't make fun of April's friend Norm because he can take revenge, drop <laughs> yeah. dead Fred style. That's true. Um, so, yeah, the kid's walking home. We meet his wacky scientist Okay, neighbor. but we meet him because a gigantic explosion happens it is huge. from his garage. It looked practical, too. It was practical, well, yeah. Was it I went be back CG? and checked. It was a big fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it could be Compton. Well, we'll uh, so his later. <laughs> classic uh, neighbor, uh, Professor, not Doc Brown, mm-hmm. um, is someone I don't think this kid should be hanging out with. No. <laughs> like, this grown man hanging oh, out with this 10-year-old he's, boy. He's, he's harmless. He's like vaguely kind of German slash Russian. I can't. So I looked up this actor. His name is Art Johnson. He's been working since 1954. Rowan <laughs> Martin's laughing. That's where I know him from. Laughing? I've yeah. never watched Laughing. I was like, holy shit, I know this guy. I don't know why. Yeah, I was saying Laughing is a little before my time. I have heard of it, though. I know what it is. It's kind of like a variety show. Yeah, so it's almost he like, was like the main guy or one of the main he guys? Was, he would be like uh, the Carol, Bur- Carol Burnett show. He would be like the Harvey Corman or Tim mm-hmm. Conway. He would always like pop up in the skits. <laughs> those two names, me and April, are like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. <laughs> no, Harvey Corman and Tim Conway. I, I know those people. <laughs> Come on, Harvey Corman. Uh, yeah. I don't know who Harvey Corman. I know who Tim Conway is. Have you is. seen Blazing Saddles? Yes. Okay, Harvey Corman is a uh, Oh, it... the farting guy? No, he's the the kind of town mayor or whatever. Hmm. Hedy Lamar. I he was also in the Star Wars Holiday Special. He was. Right. He's the guy who loves that Wookiee porn no, no, that he what? watches. No, that was no, uh, Art. That... Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Fuck, Fuck. Uh, yeah. From the Honeymooners. Art Carney? Art Carney. Mm. Um, no, he was like the maid who was like whipping and stirring. He was giving the cooking uh, thing and whip and stir and whip. Anyway, and whip. why are we talking about Harvey Corman? We ah, should be talking about this guy. Art, Art Johnson. Art Johnson. Art, Johnson. I read his IMDb. The first note is treated successfully for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, but later died of cancer of the bladder and the prostate. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, why are you putting that on the trivia? <laughs> like, that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. That's uh, was a master of accents and dialects. Okay, uh, if you say so. Questionable. He's, he's funny in this. He's he's doing like kind of like subtle like physical comedy, mm-hmm. um, and he's not in it a ton, but like uh, the little moments here and there yeah. are. He's it's funny. He does he's some boobery. Yeah, he's kind of entertaining. But yeah, I don't know what his deal is. He's like a scientist, but he has all this like military equipment and. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. He worked for the military. He created the atomic bomb. <laughs> Professor Crookshank. He's like, I don't want to work at the university anymore. The longer I'm there, the dumber I feel or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I had to fled my homeland uh, during World War He's II. He's a disgraced professor. <laughs> no, yeah, because he created the atomic bomb. He worked for the Nazi <laughs> scientists. I think we've covered well, this. Well, later he, he, he asks for like, plutonium or something I don't oh know. no like doc brown yeah uh, we also meet the evil stepdad okay. in the scene he is my favorite part of this movie this he's is the best uh, andrew stevens mm-hmm. oh yeah i've recently become a fan of andrew stevens because even when he was making this film he was mostly a producer of things he has mm-hmm. produced so many goddamn movies mm-hmm. uh some of the best ballistic x versus sever yeah, oh right. man Battle- that's a movie for ba- this podcast battlefield earth oh he did battlefield earth yeah. i was looking through his movies i'm like holy shit there are some like stinkers in here i was confused if we had done a film he directed called nailed it did we talk about this i don't think so 
So it's a movie, or no, Send It, it was called, from 2021. And it's no. a movie all about windsurfing. No, not uh, kiteboarding. <laughs> like, yeah. and, it's, and it's like a film where it's like, everyone loves kiteboarding. There's a kiteboarding channel. They cannot get enough of no, kiteboarding. No, and this just came out. No, I remember you reviewed it, and I was like, and you talked about the plot. I was like, this is an 80s movie that's just coming out now, right? Mm-hmm. What? No, apparently it's Michael new. J. White uh, plays a kiteboarding bar owner. What? Like, yeah, so I yes. want to see this movie. Was it was it funded by Big Kiteboard? Yeah, it has to be. Uh, the poster has an amazing, like, was a special appearance and music by 2 Chains. <laughs> it's like, well, I got to see it then. It was directed by oh this guy. God. Yeah, Andrew Stevens directed it. Um, that is insane. So we kind of, we were like, who is this guy? I thought that maybe it, it, with his mustache, he kind of looked like Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Not That's him. exactly who he looks like. He does look like, like um, Terry Kaiser. Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're trying to do that. But it turns out he was in a movie we saw recently, the Charles Bronson movie 10 to midnight yeah which is actually a really good trashy uh you know um crime crime movie but he plays the like the his, his partner. partner the naked man no, oh, no, no not, the naked, not, not the naked man he plays the other the other cop and if he didn't have the mustache in this i would have recognized him but it completely changes it and it's a completely different character yeah he's so good in this yeah. it's like completely night and day between that and this he is hamming it up he has awful credits. Producer on the Boondock Saints, <laughs> yeah, three thousand miles to Graceland. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so. he's a producer, but look at the movies he's, he's yeah. produced. Driven, he did Driven oh, too. No. Mm. Oh my God! Wow, wow. they should have stuck to acting. They are what all money losers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's still making it. He recently um, directed a. Uh, Emil Hirsch John Cusack film that oh, I no. uh, produced, not directed, but he wrote it and he's in it. So he's living his best life. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, so he comes in, he's helping his mom with uh, the groceries. He's amazing. And he's wearing this like two piece 80s tracksuit yeah. or 90s tracksuit. With like a gold chain. With a gold chain with nothing uh, underneath. So, so you can see his chest hair. He's almost like a, like a Russian gangster. Like He outfit. does return in Munchie Strikes Back. I, so I that's the one returning character. I was kind of hoping. But he, his mustache in this movie, it's like the Clark Gable mustache yes. or something. And he's like overly tanned as well, I'm sure, by design. Um, and we forgot to mention that this kid's name is Gage. Yeah. That's not Gage a name. Dobson. Gage Dobson. That's the name of a porn performer, Gage Dobson. <laughs> I, I said uh, wrestler. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It could be that too. So he, I, all he, I was thinking was like Pet Cemetery, Gage Creed. It's the yeah. oh, yeah. oh no, Gage Creed is the one I said sounds like a sad like wrestler. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gage Creed has entered the ring. So he comes in. He's already talking to Gage and saying like, "I'm gonna propose to your mother." Um, and well, we we have to say that the kid is. Uh, uh, I was calling it. I'm like, okay, his dad's either dead or they're divorced. Sure and enough. he's like, oh, well, he's with his other family. And this guy, Elliot, is is his name. He's like, your dad clearly doesn't want you. <laughs> oh, my God. Right out of the gate. You know. Andrew, Andrew Stevens is having a meal of this role. Oh, like, he's having so much fun in this of playing the bad stepdad. I was like, I was saying if he would be so perfect in like a reanimator film, mm-hmm. if he was like Herbert West's like nemesis. If he kind of showed up, like a Bizarro Herbert West. Yeah, he would be like 
you know, if Herbert West goes to jail and then he would be the warden of the jail and they would, they, they'd have like a history. It's like, hello West. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, they would be so amazing. Oh, honestly, his commitment to this role is very reminiscent of Jeffrey Combs as Herbert Oh, for West. sure. Yeah. Physically, um, he's mugging like crazy. Oh, so good. Uh, doesn't he like talk to the camera at one point? He does. <laughs> it's so good. And after uh, that sequence, we get to what every kid has done in their lives, which is go, someday I'll be dead. Then they'll be sorry. <laughs> That's I when I was like, I love this movie. I wish I was No, later dead. he goes, no, I wish yeah. I was dead. <laughs> yeah, but after he says that, it leads to an amazing sequence of his funeral, which is looked over by Angus Scrim, who yeah, keeps doing like uh, I, I double takes. never would have known it was him if I didn't see his name in the credits because he has short hair. It doesn't look like he looks in the... Phantasm, Phantasm, yeah. And this is actually a really funny series of jokes where, like, every character we've seen up to now is like, oh, I'm sorry I bullied you. I, I, I just did it because I, I felt you were superior to me. <laughs> Such, like, a thing that a little kid would imagine. Yeah. Uh, the dad's like, I've been arrested for bigamy. I am a creep. And there's, like, police that have him in chase. He's, like, crying and he's like, he's, the two cops are holding him. He's like, your mom saw me on America's Most Wanted <laughs> for bigamy. And then Lonnie Anderson comes comes up oh i got you that walkman you always wanted for christmas mm. and the kid sits up he's like all oh, right and angus grim's like sorry kid you're dead he's like oh <laughs> good joke yeah it's good uh all right guys it's time to talk about you know the elephant in the room you know, the munster himself how do we how, did, how does munchie end he, up with he comes across gauge. an abandoned mine which every town every town in a movie has the abandoned so he mine. fell out of the the uh, bottomless pit, which was just a hill, and I guess he just ended up in the mine somehow. I guess, but he's not even uh, at the bottom of the mine or anything. He's yeah. like about 10 feet from the opening of the mine. Yes. And he's like, help, let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid opens it up, and Munchie comes out, and there's like sparklers, and he's wearing like a little white suit. And he, like I said before, he looks like shit. He looks so he, sick. Oh, my God. I need to know why this creature looks like this like he <laughs> so what is he so this was designed by gabe bartalos and dave kindlin and gabe i think is most famous for doing uh leprechaun he did the leprechaun design oh, okay mm -hmm. and he's a very like famous special effects guy <laughs> uh, i think dave kindlin worked with him a lot too and they did like gremlins the new batch where rick baker guys oh my god i don't know like what they were thinking was Munchie. Like it's a gigantic head gigantic <laughs> eyes lips with like a tongue and teeth but like the, it just flaps around, never matching pointy, Dom DeLuise's words. Like giant pointy ears. So, so like green like, goblin ears. Is he supposed to be a something. goblin? Is he supposed to be and a like, vampire? Like, and he's bald because he's got a wig on. He's got yeah. this, yeah, it's like, like this weird toupee thing that's on his head. <laughs> well, like when he is wearing a suit later, like he looks like he's just supposed to be a Dracula. Yeah. Right? Or am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's it's so off-putting. It's like... Did they maybe design him to be a Dracula, which would explain why there is that inflatable, that inflatable Dracula Dra in the car I, at the beginning? Yeah, yeah I, that, I don't know. I, I, I still can't figure that well, out. Was he supposed to talk like these? Yeah, but he's he, just an ancient creature that, with powers. I guess, but it, it, like his mouth... Barely moves. Mm -hmm. Barely moves. But his eyebrows are just like going all over the place. He always looked like he's malfunctioning. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, like, he's like, yeah. his, his mouth can't do anything. It's just sort of like the middle inch of his lip can like kind of mm. go up Flap and down up a little and bit. Down. And his nose moves up and down. It's like his eyes 
move slightly and then his hands are always like kind of yeah. twisting back so and forth the, the things that can move are always moving yeah and the the dialogue it doesn't look like he's talking even though you know dom delweese's voice is coming out well, of lip sync is not even a thing for munchie like it feels like they activated him and just let him run until they were done with the scene like well, they just have munchie just move of him moving look like they're reversed and played forward and reversed and played forward so yeah. it's just like they they shot it and then later they did the they probably dialogue. just shot him for five minutes in one go yeah. and they're like we'll, mm. we'll write the script later you know whatever dom delouise yeah. <laughs> all the other you know amazing wit that will leave dom delouise's mouth yeah yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like hire a punch up. Or we'll get Carrie Fisher to come in and like doctor it's the script. It's just like a Love on a Leash, where they're like, oh, yeah, we'll write jokes for the dog later. But it's like he's so off-putting, and it looks like it, you know. Uh, did you guys ever go to Chuck E. Cheese when you were yeah. kids? I never did. I, I'm sad about that. I never got to see those animatronics. Uh, I saw the original. Like, you know what? Uh, I don't think they had animatronics at mine. They no, just had the I don't big think they did. guy wearing the suit. I went to one in Burlington. This is before it was in Toronto. Um, my aunt lived <laughs> in Burlington, so we loved, as kids, going to visit her. Uh, and she would take us to Chuck E. Cheese for our birthdays. And it was it was like the greatest place for like I was <laughs> I couldn't sleep for days before going to Chuck E. Cheese. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, boy or girl. <laughs> so did they look like Munchie or no? But they had like this animatronic show that would uh, play during dinner. So mm-hmm. it was like this band that would play, and there were all these like robotic yeah. like creatures. This looks like the knockoff, you know, of like oh Chuck E. Cheese is popular. Uh, this is like the low budget like restaurant Very around the low corner. Budget. Uh, I, I do have to say, though, as a kid, I could not get enough of the Rainforest Cafe. Loved it. All those animatronic uh, animals. I never I, I never went, but I knew of it. They had it. Uh, like, I, I feel so bad for my mom who took me there like half a dozen times because it would be like a rainstorm That's every right. 10 minutes. You know, I visited yeah. one for the first time uh, in Hawaii when I was like 19 or 20. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the first time I'd ever been to one. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of eating and then like. It, like thunder starts and like lightning and it's I guess neat. that's cool. I didn't see any animatronic creatures. There used to be one at Yorkdale and there's now one at Niagara Falls. Yeah, they are. There's like creatures that just move like really? there's like a whole bunch stuff. of animals. Yeah, oh. there's like gorillas and uh, lions and stuff like that. Do they do a show or are they just sort of peppered? No, they just kind of move around and like roar and stuff like when the rainforest happens, oh. uh, the rainstorm happens. Interesting. Well, I don't know. Well, well, anyway, bring back animatronics. Yeah, Munchie looks terrible. Um, he's kind of g- grotesque. Yeah, his uh, <laughs> like we were talking earlier, his skin uh, looks it's just sickly. It's very sickly and mottled. Um, it's like you can see the paint. Yeah, or like the blotches that they've yeah. like put on his face. It's it's kind of horrific. And then later in the movie, like his ears looks like they're it's rotting off or something. Yeah, they're like crusty and weird and ugh. Uh, but he is introduced here singing uh, the classic song, <laughs> Hello, My Ragtime Gal. Hello, my baby. Hello, I don't know my if baby. I imagine that Hello, or not. Which <laughs> was made famous by the Andrew Sisters, but was actually recorded or the lyrics came out in 1899. And it's a song about the telephone, <laughs> which oh. was new at the time. So, you know, kids are going to love it. They love it. I mean, it's a mission game. Mission ga- uh, I can't say it. Uh, you know, the Looney Tunes short where the frog Michigan is like. Yeah. And also appears in Teddy Bomb because it's public domain. Oh, and in Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Right. When, uh, the alien... when uh, John Hurt's like, not again, oh, and the alien right. pops out. Okay, so we're, we're introduced to Munchie's powers. Although to... Munchie does admit that his his uh, 
his material is old, and he's like, oh, I'm losing the oh, audience. i got to work on my material. i got to update my material, kid. <laughs> What's really funny, I didn't point it out when Colin said it, he makes a Clark Gable joke, which Colin just did. <laughs> and the kid's like, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. And Munchie's like, i got to work on my material. Your material is as good as Munchie, Colin. <laughs> Tim Conway. Yeah. Harvey Corman. Uh, yeah. We love Tim Conway. Um, um, okay, so is this when he, he, he gets the pizza... Yeah, so the kid runs back home, and Munchie's like in his bed, bathed in horrifying green light, being like, hey, kid, welcome back. It's me, Munchie. He's like, how did you get in my room? I followed you home. But he's like, no, I'm just not in your room. I'm in your bed. Yeah, he's got the Come covers on in. It looks like he's masturbating or something. Oh. But he's wearing this, like, leather jacket. I guess he's sort of, like, hey. updated his material. because Yeah, now he looks <laughs> yeah, like Fonz. To the Fonz. <laughs> yeah. It's now the 90s. Let's do the fawns. It'd be cute if they mm. made him a little tracksuit like the stepdad has. Well, he doesn't want to hang out with his stepdad, though. No, he wants to hang out that, like a cool at guy. At least would be more 90s. That's all, yeah. yeah, and this is the scene where the kid, like you mentioned, April, is like, I wish I had some pizza. And the munchies like, coming right up. <laughs> and so he manifests a pizza. We cut to it at an Italian restaurant. Oh, oh this I is love, so It's good. me, Luigi. <laughs> yeah. I made you a this pizza. This guy comes out. He's wearing like a tall like chef's hat, which is more French than Italian, and just like a, wife, or a white T-shirt underneath. And yeah. uh, seeing like his, his chef he's He's very kind of disheveled. Hey, uh, here's your pizza. But yeah, he comes out and he's giving this couple the pizza. He's like, hey, Gino, make a good pizza for you. And it starts spinning and flying and they're like, huh? And the pizza man does the only thing he can do. He pulls out a butcher knife and he's like, oh! (laughs) He starts chasing. chasing. Now, this pizza is... Oh, so disgusting looking. sentient? (laughs) Well, it's making noise. It's like, hee-hee, It's going like, (laughs) hee-haw! I mean, when they eat it, it's not like, ah, or anything. So. Like, so Munchie can't, like, make a pizza appear. It has to, like, fly from the restaurant. It yeah. takes so it long, takes so- too. Yeah, and I mean, it's, like, mounted to the camera. Some, it's like a well, Sam Raimi I shot. love the, the mounting it to the camera and just flying the camera around shot. It's like Naked Gun, too. Yeah, yeah. but it's also, it Na-na-na. becomes, like, a really, really bad-looking special effect. Yeah, it's like Compton. It's shot on a blue yeah. screen or something. But with this pizza, so it's got to fly, like, I don't know, a you know, five miles to the kids it'd house. probably be covered in bugs yeah that's and what like, I'm thinking that's a good point yeah it would yeah. have like flies and stuff on it I was very disturbed by the morality of this as a kid it's like you can't just steal someone's pizza <laughs> yeah that's wrong Munchie I do love how the mm. uh, the chef chases it forever holding his like mm. cleaver and stuff like that and then the cops spot him and they chase him and block him off and yeah. I'm sure he was shipped back to his home of Italy because we live in a <laughs> terrible world I can only world. assume he was like arrested and when the pizza arrives, the kid's like, an unidentified flying pizza. <laughs> and I, I, I saw it for mom, like, that's not even a pun. Like, no. it doesn't even fit UFO. Yeah. I love how they, they <laughs> when it lands in the kid's, this is the kid's bedroom, by the way. He was, like, sent to, to bed without dinner. Uh, they already have, like, a little table set up with, like, a silver platter for the pizza to land yeah, in. Uh, I guess you just had Where did that, that come from? Uh, it was also given life by Munchie, yeah. <laughs> and it flew. <laughs> we just didn't see it. He, yeah, he the uh, antique salesman that they stole it from also had a butcher knife and chased yeah, I just after. Yeah, to uh, to the pizza to be screaming as they're like eating it. Oh! Munchie says, uh, "I can bring any food, but I have difficulty with alphabet soup. I keep dropping the letters." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's, That's not even not a joke." A yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so around this time, he did make a joke that I didn't understand at all, and I Colin had to explain it to me. Uh, he said, he's like, where are you going to sleep? And he's like, I can make a bed. Look, there's hammer and nails. I'm like, what is, what is that? 
he's gonna make fi- your bed. Like, yeah, he's gonna. But f- he made it. He's gonna physically make a yeah. bed out that's of That's a joke. I get it. I, I mean, that's better than dropping first. letters. I didn't get it at first. So. It's better than most. He says, "I need to update my material twice in this scene." Yeah, he God. does. <laughs> yeah. They just looped at the same time. He said, "Who it wrote both this times. copy?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so. Munchie then uh, sleeps in a drawer. (laughs) Well, now is this the only time? Okay, (laughs) I sleep in a drawer. (laughs) Let's go to the to the name Munchie. Um, Yeah. Okay, talk about Munchie. So, is this the the only time that we ever see him eat? Yeah. And when I say Uh, on the poster, it says he loves eating, which is why he's called Munchie. We never see him eat in this movie. Well, do you really want to see food like pressed into the plastic flap where his mouth is? No, he (laughs) physically couldn't. Yeah, he physically cannot because this animatronic is so bad that they could not make it eat. But they wanted to call him Munchies. they, They constantly have him talking about food. Not constantly, but the odd time. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You could probably see the script. It was you know. probably came up with the word munchie before they even had a puppet. Yeah. or, or yeah, I'm, I'm telling you guys, they called him munchie because munchies made money. That's why it's called munchie. <laughs> yeah. It's a great name. Who cares if he, he can't eat? Roger Corman's like, you know? oh, I need money so he, I can munchie. He takes one <laughs> bite of pizza and that's it. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. But I bet you the script. And it's probably disgusting, like that food just falling like into the hole oh, where God. the uh, animatronics well, are. And it doesn't like, even bite it. It smelled like, so horribly for like the rest of the shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, did you spray the munchie puppet oh, down this morning? God, why, did, <laughs> why did it have to be anchovies? It does kind of look like it stinks. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's a weird joke where the kid it's like, I don't like anchovies. And Munchie's like, eat around them, kid. <laughs> like, Jesus. They're, in the 90s, it was nothing but anchovies on pizza jokes. Yeah, people love that joke. It's like gold. I don't know anybody who eats anchovies on pizza. I never have. Whoever did the punch-up material is... is... Patton Oswalt. <laughs> who does the uh, all the uh, Oscar material? Just that one, uh, uh, just that one joke, right? I think. He was, oh yeah, the guy who wears like a bow tie or whatever uh, his name is. He's always wearing those Bruce stupid. Bruce Valange. Blue, Bruce, Bruce Valange. Valange. Yeah, that's that's right. who you're thinking of. Yeah, he's always on like Hollywood Squares or something mm. like that. <laughs> Does Hollywood Squares still exist? No. I've never watched Hollywood Squares. I used to watch it. There was every that day. great clip that was going around wow. uh, when Gilbert Gottfried died recently mm. of him on Hollywood Squares, and it was so fucking funny. Yeah, I like Tom Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got a, a, he goes to school with him. Yeah, Munchie. he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I need my grades to be better. I need this girl yeah, to fall in love ha- with me. hacks the system. And Munchie's like, like, no problem, kid. Like Ferris Bueller, <laughs> yeah. Well, he hacks the system by literally going into the receptions, uh, receptionist's office yeah. and changing the grades on his computer. Yeah, so he can throw his voice. That's one of his, uh, yeah. his abilities. He does do that, and he makes the receptionist leave her desk. Because the played by Monique Gabrielle, penthouse playmate, yeah, and so or not penthouse. What were they called? I don't know. Penthouse, penthouse pet. models. Penthouse pet. Penthouse pet. Wasn't there? Okay, okay she was in a uh, Death Stalker too, right? Yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. So she's having an affair with the principal, <laughs> who I hope is single um, and not like married or something. He's um, like this old fuddy daddy. Yeah, who he's. You saw him earlier. He's funny. So the actor's name, by the way, Ace Mask. That is that his real name? Right. Like, did you look it up? It's, it was just funny. It is a real name. Uh, he has 26 credits, and he worked mostly for Freddle and Ray in films like Transylvania Twist, Not of This Earth, Chopping Mall. So, How is that a real name? I, anyway. I don't know. Well, um, Munchie uh, plays a prank. After he changes the kids' grades, mm-hmm. he like turns on the PA system as uh, the, you know... The principal and his secretary are getting some smoochy time. Yeah, so they're they're... 
They're going, ooh, oh, I love They you. have pet names for each other, and it just kind of gets more and more ridiculous. <laughs> and I love the kid. He's hearing this. He's like, gotta be munchy. <laughs> and it's like, is it kids? He's saying, like, I love you, honey muffin and bunny snuggle and stuff like that. And uh, then the teacher comes in and catches them, and it's like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, so, yeah, the whole school hears, and the principal is They're all laughing. But, like, the principal uh, immediately thinks it's this kid. also the principal is like like this is like a start of a porno like this movie like all the adults in it are in a porno that's happening at the same time (laughs) i mean jim wynorski's filmography yeah that's you know so in the next scene speaking of this seemingly uh being a high school script the kid is in a locker room he is 10 years old he's wearing a towel he's naked just coming out of the shower they did not have showers in well, I mean, elementary we were schools. Talking about we're we're going to get letters or tweets of people being like, I was five and there Remember, were uh, there showers. There was a shower scene in It, uh, you know, the old TV show. So maybe they do Oh, have, was there? Remember the, like, the clown mm. comes out of the... Uh, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. You know what? I had, it might have been a requirement, but we had them in high school. Um, we had them in high school, me nobody too. nobody used them. Like, I don't you're even not, remember no. having them in high school. Like you're not going to... Maybe it was like one of the older kids would... Be showering or something, but it, it, it's just so weird. We never. Well, I think it's just in movies where it's like, yeah, we all shower in front of each other, or maybe it's an American thing. I, I don't guess. Know. Uh, who would do that? I had a hard enough time, like in in the change uh, room, like changing. Kids class. didn't like doing that. Some of them, like the confident kids, would do it, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think I remember I would, taking I would a shower be terrified once. Just changing into like gym shorts in front of people. Especially what happens to the kids in this scene. Uh, he gets whipped by a towel. Yeah. That hurts. He gets yeah. a towel whipping. Well, he kind of bends Is over. Is that something? people don't do anymore like it's like it was a 90s rage whipping people with in towels. like every show yeah i remember you never see towel whipping anymore we used to do that as kids like you could do the you would just sort of like twist it up really quickly and whip but then mm-hmm. uh we would make this special one it was called the rat's tail and it was a special <laughs> way to like roll it up where it was like super super thick and it just tapered right down to this perfect whipping point took a little while you know <laughs> you know, I had to like tuck a little do a little tuck on the top but it was awesome and it's like oh shit you can do the rat tail he's got a rat tail and that hurts so bad but it was just it was so thick it, it hurts so much like <laughs> when terrible. you get whipped like a really good contact oh. with a little bit of a wet tip oh. it'll leave like a huge red mark yeah we used to do it sometimes <laughs> definitely never been you just like whipped. dip it in the pool and then whip and oh when it was that's the worst. If it was like really good and it got a good snap. The whole end. Oh, uh, and it's so loud. Yeah. Was like, and the whole end of the towel would just kind of explode and shred. Like, wow, <laughs> I thought this was just well, something. How hard are you whipping people, Colin? That the towels are literally exploding. <laughs> anyway, so the. That's how we lost little Jim. The, the bully, uh, good old rat the tail whipping comes incident. In and whips this poor kid. It's so funny because the kid is bent over, right? Yeah. But he's wearing a oh. towel at least. So at least, like, that was some protection, I guess. And he's like, uh, don't whip me. Is very creep. Uh, Munchie's very creepy in the scene. Yeah. He's like, "You gotta change your underwear, kid." It's like, yeah. "Why are you sniffing the kid's he's underwear, Munchie?" In the like, locker. Yeah, he sniffs his his friend's underwear. That's just gross. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this kid gets his comeuppance. Leon, the bully, he. Uh, does Munchie attack him? I think the kid punches him. Oh, and yeah. Then Munchie's like, backwards. Munchie's making like uh, bars of soap like appear under his like feet so but, he like, slips and then his he, head gets he stuck in a bucket. Did he give this kid like superhuman strength because he flew across the room? I guess. I don't know. Maybe he's just... And then the... And then the, uh, the 
coach comes in or the P, the phys ed teacher. Yeah. He's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> Who also looks like he just stepped out of a porno. Yeah, he looks like so like roided up and he's wearing like, <laughs> like, a, like um, a loose tank top muscle shirt. Yeah. And, you know. and he's like, kid, we all hated that jerk you beat up, <laughs> but no fight. And he's like, uh, why don't you try it for the football team on Monday? And he said, I don't it, like football. He's a child. He's 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, die, he's like drowning in the laundry curve. The water is going in it. <laughs> yeah, that's kid. what I wrote. I wrote, this child died <laughs> from the punch. <laughs> and if he didn't die after that, like April said, he drowned because it well, lands in the we shower. We don't see him again. <laughs> he just, um, um, no, we do see him. We, we do see him come out of the laundry cart. Yeah. <laughs> he just drowns and they just leave his, he leaves his corpse. <laughs> He's like waterboarded to death. Yeah, and they never find him because nobody uses the showers. Well, like, mm-hmm. so this came up earlier that the stepdad was like, you should try out for the football team. He says, no, I don't want to. And I like that he doesn't. He wants to be in the school play, although he's not in the play. He's curtain He's puller. a stage manager. Yeah. yeah, so they somehow, Stage manager. And it kind of, they, they plant the seed earlier because the, the, the bully kid and the, the preppy guy preppy kid kind of like uh come across him in the hallway and then the preppy guy is like stay away from jennifer love hewitt and by the way i know you're the stage manager of the talent show but you know me and jennifer love hewitt are gonna do a a, romeo and julia a sketch and he's like don't mess it up and he doesn't whatever you do (laughs) who would put this munchie does munchie like gets this kid that's his pants fall down he he fly (laughs) he falls off the stage and everyone's laughing at him who would put this small child in charge of like stage managing and they will of course they blame gage uh for this kid like for these things that are clearly not done, but he's like, I just am supposed to, you know, pull the curtain. And yeah, so he gets in trouble again. And he's like, Munchie, you're making my life worse. But he's like, but I'm helping you. I did this and I did that. And he's like, I never want to see you again. Doesn't the principal... The, kid, the principal threatens to expel He says, yeah, yeah I'm going to expel you forever. <laughs> <laughs> and Munchie, like, shows up in the next scene, like bathed in shadow like a noir villain <laughs> like he's like I'm just helping you out kid what, what's the problem me and your pal Munchie hey I murdered that bully kid for you help me dispose yeah. of the body hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. um, so is this around the time that we go to the professor yes <laughs> yeah. and who's he, singing the theme song yeah by the way the theme song is very catchy I couldn't get it out of my head before we started recording. So this is so this uh, theme song was written by Chuck Serino. I hope I'm not saying that name incorrectly. He's a really great composer who worked on all of Jim Wynorski's early stuff. He did the amazing theme for Chopping Mall. Oh, he also did. There's a uh, theme song in Deathstalker 2, and like the joke is it keeps playing and won't stop playing <laughs> to the point that there's like someone playing it on like a mandolin oh, and the yeah, heroes, right, the villain's right. like, stop playing that song. Well, it has a nice sense of humor. And but yeah, and this, like it becomes diegetic where the, the neighbor is singing it. And then there's like a slow version of it. And like, it's catchy. It's not, to me, it sounds like something that could be in like a Nintendo like Banjo-Kazooie or like a Kirby game or something like that. Uh, we forgot to point out as well that Munchie reveals that he is the one who wrote all the Shakespeare plays. <laughs> sure. Okay. And then later on he says he invented the car. 
Yeah. This is the scene. He's just a liar. Yep, this is the scene where it's revealed. <laughs> you want to know who started World War Two? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the Transformers in Transformers Three: Dark of the Moon, <laughs> or is it the fourth one where it's like Transformers through time? I expect to see like Munchy like beside Hitler yeah, in yeah. Nazi Germany. Yes, they don't do that. They're but... looking at all like black and white photos, and he's yeah. in the background where like Hitler's, yeah, it's Hitler's like, giving it's like Zalig, the Woody they Allen bas- movie. They basically like, do Munchy that. was behind it all. They basically it's do like that. who was the second shooter uh, <laughs> at the grassy knoll? It was Munchy. It was the second grassy knoll. <laughs> so this kid, I'd see, I, I said this yesterday. Colin's uh, uh, Dom DeLuise is Joan Rivers. It's turning into Joan Rivers. Sounds like Joan yes. Oh, look what he's but wearing. Close enough. Um, yeah. So he goes to his friend and he explains that about Munchie and he's like, wait a second. D- brings out a book. Is this what you saw? It's a, it's a... It's like hieroglyphics. It's a hieroglyphic Egyptian thing picture just with Munchie drawn into it. Yeah. It was hilarious, and it doesn't it doesn't fit the style of the hieroglyphic no. drawing. And, and then, then they do. There's bu- like a picture Buddha. of Buddha, but it's like this sort of uh, you know kind of Asian art style. But and like, then what about this? It's cave painting with uh, with Munchie. With Munchie, uh, it's absolutely. I ridiculous. think Munchie's like killing like a woolly mammoth or something. He's like standing <laughs> over the corpse of a woolly mammoth. Yeah. Um, so like, Munchie's wow. been around since the dawn of time. Yeah, he says he has he been around that long, and he's like, Munchie is our god. <laughs> I think that's what this movie says. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of thinking he's he's almost like I don't know, like Loki or something. Like the, the what if there was like an image of like Munchie crucified? <laughs> it's like he died for our sins. Yeah. No, he'd be the one looking up at like Jesus with like oh with, oh, so he's like he has like the spear. Yeah, he's got and he's like hammer and nails like, he's in his hand strength. or something. He yeah, caused yeah. Jesus to die. He's like uh, you know. They wanted me to nail him to the cross. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, back at home, uh, <laughs> the, this, this the Elliot dinner. is planning this big engagement dinner that uh, his mom is cooking. Yeah, now um, I have a big dinner plan, kid. I hope nothing, especially anything munchy style, will happen at this dinner. Speaking yeah. of Clark Gable, he is dressed like Clark Gable. He's he's like a 1930s film star or something. He's got this double-breasted suit. Yeah, and like the these gray suit. Pants. Yeah, so. Um, Munchie, of course, uh, without Gage's permission, decides to sabotage this dinner because he knows what he wants. He's, he's dr- just going to help him. <laughs> he's dressed as Norman Schwarzkopf as well. He's like, time that? For- he's the general that uh, sort of oversaw uh, Operation Desert Storm. Oh. And then uh, Munchie's like, it's time for Operation Dinner Storm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, that's why he was dressed yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. he is wearing like a, a little army thing. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, but I didn't get the joke. So <laughs> Yeah. And so... So he starts messing with uh, with Elliot. He's like, you know, Elliot's putting on like kind of romantic music, and he keeps changing it. And, and he makes the lights go too bright. Just little stuff. Hijinks. Like that. He's Munchy pulling hijinks. his chair out while he's gonna about to sit down. Um, he somehow, I guess, did cause the champagne to explode in Elliot's face. Yeah. So well, the worst is he lights his foot on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's confusing because they don't show like. Any flame or anything like that. Yeah. So you just kind of have to use your imagination. They have a. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, this guy can sell it, man, because it's he's true. a professional. Yeah. He's got a uh, hot they, foot. Th- and he makes the right decision that characters in this kind of movie never do. He's like, all right, this is wild. Let's go somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, he uh, takes Lonnie Anderson away to the They Italian, go to the Italian restaurant. The Italian eatery. And the kid is all pissed off because he's like, oh, Munchie, like, you're always messing things up. 
And then... Uh, Let's have a party. Don't have a party, Munchie. This is one of the funniest things because... And it's it has to be intentional because the kid kind of storms off in a huff. And then Munchie's looking at him, but he's going, hmm. But it sounds like a fart. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of squinting. That's Dom DeLuise, master of sound. <laughs> he's yeah. squinting his eyes. I'm like, did he just fart? And I rewound it. It was no, so he funny. Didn't fart, but that's probably the loudest you laughed in the whole movie. <laughs> Is that your favorite thing? A fart that wasn't even a fart. No, I like the I like yeah. the boyfriend uh, character. Oh, okay, um, well, my favorite scene. scene is coming up, which is the party scene. Okay. Oh just the whole party. Well, this in has general. you know, speaking of jokes for you know the dads in the oh audience. Uh, Munchie does a bunch of phone calls. Like he calls Jennifer Love Hewitt. He calls uh, just some random people, I guess, like all adults. Mm-hmm. And he also calls uh, Hugh Hefner analog. <laughs> yeah. And does a Jack Hugh, Nicholson impersonation. Yeah, it's Hugh Hefty. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> he looks at he has like a business card and it has like a kind of hey, fake it's place. me jack <laughs> he goes you want to airlift some girls to my party thanks a lot hugh uh, so for, first of all this party is bizarre <laughs> and only munchie could plan this because he invites <laughs> oh munchie yeah he invites love hewitt and her dad um but there's no uh, her dad played by a fredolin uh, ray uh, regular is that the guy who that stars was... in hollywood chainsaw hookers is that the guy that was in never ending story 2 I didn't I don't look know. It up. I've never Matt, seen any of the never-ending story movies. Are you kidding me? That first one's Not a classic. One. I did a whole podcast on two of them on another on, on another podcast. This film is lit. Um, so, yeah, the reason this party is so funny is that, yeah, so there's no other kids at this party. It's all adults. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. sexy adults. And also, it's and a... Munchie is giving out alcohol, <laughs> too. Like, he has a keg. Also, it's a costume party? Okay. It's, yes. Like, there's a band? So there's some... It's an adult band playing. Yeah. That apparently... Playing, like, psychedelic rock. Hugh Hefner supplied. I think Jack Nicholson's, like, throw in a band. <laughs> They're singing a song that the chorus is, women are like that, women are like that. I made note so of it. Yeah. Playboy Playmates. God. There's uh, old men that are getting yeah. wasted. There's one guy that goes into the toilet and Munchie's and already there Munchie's taking, a, taking piss. a pee. I guess Munchie has like a huge hog or something like that because the guy's Whoa. like, Whoa. Yeah, and, and no one cares that there's a a, a Munchie at this party. Well, Munchie. So Fred Olin Ray is at this party. Oh. He appears a bunch. He's at the piano. And there's a really creepy shot of him looking at Jennifer Love Hewitt dancing and he like uh, puts his sunglasses down like, oh. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's like dude, too young, yeah. Fred Olin Ray. But later, there's just a bunch of people watching them dance. Yeah, which is really creepy. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys. Munchie <laughs> Munchie kind of pops up uh, at the piano, and I think he steals. Yeah, and that's Fred Olin Ray playing the piano. He steals his drink and then drinks it. Mm. There's like a keg of beer at this party. Oh yeah, yeah. Munchie gets drunk. This is a plot point of this party. Yeah, and it, it's There's yeah. a guy that is dressed up like Keanu Reeves and Bill and Ted. Yeah, there Maybe is. Maybe it was a coincidence, but they pan by and he's like drinking the keg. Yeah, this is like '92, maybe. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe it's Keanu Reeves himself. <laughs> Jennifer yeah. Love Hewitt's dad shows up with her, and he's like, "Hello there, Gage. And he's How just are you?" Like having a good time. The principal shows up with his receptionist, and like, he's also just like, "This is a great party, Gage. All is for." Given. What, what is <laughs> That's so happening? good. Yeah. And the principal even like, uh, and oh, won't even take off those demerit points. Whatever, whatever are. those are. <laughs> Call back. That's what the, 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 the woman says. Whatever those are. So one point. By the way, she has huge cans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, the Jim Wynorski just coming to the all, podcast? All, all the women. All the women, thinking. especially Lonnie Anderson. Like, I was shocked that they are like, on full display. But I guess oh. what can I expect? Because it's a Jim Wynorski. But it's a children's movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But they do have like a little quick scene where they uh, they show Lonnie Anderson, the boyfriend, at dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of break up. They have a falling out. Well, he can't pay for dinner because Munchies took his wallet. Mm. And that's like a... Well, he's saying like... I Doesn't he say like, I hate your son? Or he's, he's like proposing and she's like, oh, let me think about it or something. And he's like, ooh, a 30-something divorcee with a kid? Time's you know, running out. You're not going to have uh, much luck on this market or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, I'm a catch, basically. Basically, I'm powerful and I have a great job. He's a doctor, I guess they said, or he's like a scientist. Yeah, the, the scientist neighbor says at the beginning that he's a doctor who injects animals with cancer and then dissects them to find out what killed them. Yes. So, and so that's Hey guys, 40 a 30 something divorcee? She's 47. That's that's, that's what I said. I was like 45. she is not in her early 30s. Uh, I'm sorry. Um and she's wearing this like ridiculous wig that's maybe her hair, but her lip liner like, in this scene is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Her lip liner is insane. So anyway, this crazy party is going on. She goes home, she's really mad. She breaks up the party and then that's when um Munchie gets caught because uh, he's drunk behind the couch snoring. Yeah, right, yeah. And he snores like, which is very cute. And also, <laughs> side note: this scene clearly shot during the day, even though it's supposed to be night. Yeah. And they leave the house, and it's night again. Uh, you got him, April. <laughs> they got God. Yeah, got him. Actually, I was calling them. Noticed that first. I was like, wait, okay. how long has this party been going on? It's already daytime. But then we realize it's night. So there's this cool chase scene. He's like, <laughs> "What is that?" Well, the stepdad or not the boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, suddenly re- like he wants Munchie so bad. This is like, immediate. He- <laughs> Yes. He's like, I need that he munchie. He doesn't even know what it is. He's just like, I gotta have it. And He's, he grabs and puts him in a garbage bag. Puts him in a garbage bag. This all happens in like three seconds. He sees this sentient creature. Yeah. Uh, puts him in a garbage bag. <laughs> that can talk. And immediately wants to take him back to his lab to like dissect him. Yeah. Well, we forgot to mention that the, the professor neighbor is there. He comes to the party as well and has a good time dancing with ladies. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's surrounded by like playboy playmates. Yeah. So he's there at the scene and he's like, no, you can't take Munchie. He takes him, then uh, he gets uh, thwarted by Jennifer Love Hewitt, who sprays beer at him from the keg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a, a car chase. Yep, so like the mom. A great cameo for the kids of uh, a, a ATM is hit by one of the cars, money goes flying everywhere. That's right. And George Buck Flowers That's shows right. up. Yes, we were like, Buck Flowers. Now he says something that I cannot he understand. He goes, Las Vegas, here I oh, come. That's what he <laughs> and I'm says. like, I couldn't. Do they hear. live in the they live world? Is he playing the same character? Because he plays a homeless guy. And they he always live. does. He plays a homeless guy. Yes. So he's always the, the drunk. So yeah, we got guy. we got Munchie and Professor What's His Name and Gage. And Munchie is driving. <laughs> and my notes are here. Munchie shouldn't drive. He's drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So he's yeah. like, Hey, you just work the pedals. I'm doing fine. I invented these things. He says, I can't let you drive. You don't have a license. And he's like, I invented the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elliot is chasing after them, and then the mom and. And Jennifer Love and her dad are chasing them. And then uh, the car starts flying because that's how he escapes. <laughs> Munchie power. E.T. Yeah. Remember E.T.? <laughs> they do an E.T. reference. Munchie's better. <laughs> Which, like, some of the scenes look okay. And then, like, ooh, that looks really bad yeah. when it goes across the, like, starry sky. Yeah. Well, he goes in it's front of the rough. moon like E.T. It's pretty funny. But then... Uh, this is a hilarious scene. So, like, the, the crazy boyfriend is, like... Uh, 
chasing them or whatever. He gets arrested by the cops. Well, he crashes into a donut oh, shop, right. and it's and they really did that. Like that's a real stuff. Yeah, you see the car crash, yeah. and it's not stock footage either because the guy then gets out of the car <laughs> yeah. and the cops arrest yeah. him. Of course, they were eating donuts yeah, yeah. as cops and he's tend like, to do. This guy's crazy, and I mean he he is acting like insane yeah, he's like i need to get the creature yeah. they're he's like slipping all over the this place this guy smells like booze yeah he's like a little girl sprayed me with beer it, it's funny <laughs> yeah it's it, it's it's like oh my god like i didn't think this guy could get it and more over the top with this character but he hits it in this scene yeah so they haul him away they're dragging him outside and lonnie anderson uh and like jennifer love hewitt and her dad drive up mm-hmm. and then they're like he's, he's like, like tell them they know me they'll tell they'll tell you who i am and the, the cops are like, ma'am, have you ever seen this person? And they're like, I've never seen him in my life. And they just drive She's away. She's like, no! But the thing is, even if they did know him, that's not going to get him off the hook. You just crashed into a fucking store. You're going to jail or something. I'm you got to like, get charged for that. I got to say that my grandmother also crashed through a Tim Hortons one. She didn't go to jail. Really? Yeah, she... Uh, accidentally reversed mm. instead of going oh, forward no. and she went through like the plague. Thankfully, no one oh was hurt. God. Thank that's God. Yeah. yeah. That would have been bad. Did well, they, they call her off to a mental asylum? Like, yeah, and she's like, it's a little creature that did it, a munchie. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, uh, uh, three months at the prison, industrial prison farm will do them good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they're gonna, a little bit of shock therapy. Yeah, they're going to take him to get lobotomized out. or something. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> they don't do that anymore. It just cuts. It'd be like an uh, after credits. They let you keep the little piece in a jar. Yeah, they show him in like a straight jacket, and he's got the big. S- That's what's missing. He doesn't have a straight jacket in this. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. I can't wait to see what happens in Munchie Strikes Back. <laughs> you cannot wait to see what happens <laughs> yeah. in Munchie Two. Um. So, so the yeah. Um. Well, they're driving him off in the cop car, and then he turns around and he sees uh, the professor driving away with Munchie on the back, mm-hmm. and Munchie's like, "Hasta la vista." And Munchie, I'm pretty sure he gives him the finger. Yeah, um, it really looks like it. I think if it, well, if it's either that or he just shows his index finger, but who does that? I don't know. He definitely is trying to give him his yeah. finger. Yeah, I think maybe like, he only has like two fingers. <laughs> he only has three fingers. I don't know. Maybe it was the only one they could make work on Yeah, the day. so that's like another joke for us. And as we get to the final <laughs> scene of this movie... I need to pick my favorite thing. And, you know, I spend so much time with the little guy. I think Munchie's got to be my favorite. <laughs> just Munchie himself. You know, like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You learn to love him. Just like every character in this movie in this final scene is just fine with Munchie. <laughs> As someone calls him the weird, uh, a wonderfully weird little creature. Because yeah. yeah. they're just in public in an airport with Munchie. Yeah. Obviously pre-9-11. Because like you definitely wouldn't they're, let a Munchie well, in. They, they pack him up before they leave. But, like, why? Everyone can see him. Like, yeah. there's people everywhere. The whole family is at the gate. It's yeah. broad daylight in front of everyone. And they have Munchie's crate. Gigantic crate, by the way. Mm-hmm. Carved in, like, all these the ancient runes. Where are they going? It's oh. the uh, doctors taking uh, Munchie did they say somewhere. Africa? I, I can't remember. But it's, yeah, it's some, some ancient civilization that uh, Munchie created, apparently. Well, also earlier. Yeah, I mean, the human yeah, race. In the movie, uh, he's like, I got my grant money. So I, he can afford to take. The doctor yeah, did. But, not <laughs> Munchie. Munchie is not applying for any grants. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to go on a trip and they're like, bye, Munchie. I, I love you. Or did, I don't think he Whatever. says that. but um, Yeah, they just pack him into the crate. And the, the 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 professor is like, 
bringing all of this stuff onto the plane, mm-hmm. this is a huge crate. You're not going to stick that in carry-on. No. Well, it doesn't matter because we see the pilots going like, hey, who's flying the plane? And the kid looks out the window and he's like, ha, 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 ha. It's, it's much he that's flying the plane. He's hijacked So what happens is they get on the plane and then at like the gate, the pilots, he's, she's like, sorry, I can't let you guys in. Um, you know, everyone's already on. They're ready to go. And they're like, what are you talking about? We're flying this plane. And she's like, well, then. We, we were who, stuck in then, an elevator. Then who's moving at the plane out there? American Airlines plane starts taking off and they cut to Munchie in a pilot outfit flying the plane. With the prof- and as they the fly professor. in the air, you see the twin towers off in the oh, distance. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> but the thing is, there had to be people on that plane, right? Yeah, and they're doing like flips and they shit. Like and he's fly- like, welcome to Munchie Airline. So why did they do this? Can you imagine being on the plane? You're like, what is what going is on? Yeah. But the professor is up there in the cockpit as well, and he's also flying he's the plane. smiling and laughing. He's like, ah, back to my World War II day. Flying for the Axis like, power. They didn't need to hijack the plane. They hijacked a plane and kidnapped all of the people that are on the plane. Yeah, unless there's just no people on it, but that doesn't make sense. Munchie's speaking over the PA system. Yeah, well, maybe yeah, that maybe that was just a joke, but no, clearly there's people. <laughs> there's gotta be people. Yeah, and then that's the end of the Munchie movie. Airlines. So what are their plans when they get to their destination? Like, are they gonna? Uh, they're going they to gonna, get money by hostaging all the people. Like, that's land, not a word, but land them. And yeah. Somehow, you know, disembark. Is Munchie an invincible being? Can he crash the plane? Everybody dies, but he gets out of it <laughs> he unscathed. Just walks out of the fire, like well, look how long yeah, he's been like, like Wolverine, and just like reforms yeah. all of his skin, all of his mottled um, skin. Yeah. So that's the movie, and then yeah, we cut to the credits where you know get a little shot of everybody freeze frame. Um, I love the. That I was song. a little sad there was no Freddle and Ray freeze frame. <laughs> oh, that would because everyone would be like, and Freddle and Ray. Yeah. Was there a yeah. Munchie freeze frame? Yeah, yes, there was, and uh, Munchie uh, by Dom DeLuise. Uh, by, by Dom DeLuise. DeLuise. <laughs> He's an author. <laughs> it sounds like a fragrance. Munchie by Dom DeLuise. By Dom it sounds Deluise. like his uh, like autobiography. <laughs> Don't call me Munchie, but Dom DeLuise. <laughs> because he's fat, right? <laughs> well, he's no Chef Paul Prudhomme, but... Uh, who, they, they, that, <laughs> I gotta update my references. <laughs> Look up oh, Chef Paul Prudhomme. He was a famous chef that looks exactly like Dom DeLuise. Okay. <clears throat> um, anyway, that's the movie. Obviously, I would recommend this. And it's on Tubi, you guys, so it's free. Really good quality, actually, on Tubi. Yes. Um, I was going to say, uh, we don't do a lot of kids' movies on this show. <laughs> I really hated that Dinosaur City one that Justin oh, recommended. Oh, so good. I found it very, very annoying, but it could have been the mood I was in when I watched it, but speaking of quality, that was such terrible audio and visual yeah. co- co- quality yeah. on watched on YouTube that it made it really painful to watch. Mm-hmm. This looks pretty great. Like this it's is crystal, a delight. Pretty crystal clear. Yeah, it was put out by Shout Factory on Blu-ray oh, okay. on a double bill with Munchies. Yeah, that makes sense because it looks like a, a, like a restoration or like a rescan. Yeah. It's very crisp. And I mean, yeah, like um, as far as bad movies go, uh, kids' bad movies can be can be pretty They can be insufferable. Bad. We watched Santa with muscles on this show and, and yeah. that was okay. <laughs> um, but like this was so, this was charming and and I can see, I can see how kids and adults would not like this, but it just, it just tickled me in yeah. just the right way. Yeah, you just got to look at Munchie's face. I like, know, <laughs> but like, I didn't like this because it was incompetent. The humor mm. actually is successful. It's actually very competent. Yeah, it's, 
and it's, it's really it, funny. yeah, it's competent and it's creative. And you know, I, other than maybe the movement on Munchie, but that's what <laughs> they had, and that's that's. What they should they do made like a, a remaster, like ET, where they just replace him with like CGI with like a Munchie. CGI Munchie. <laughs> I mean, with like the effects that uh, Jim Wynorski can now afford, it'd probably be more <laughs> yeah, horrifying. Yeah. Really, really dated CGI. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, check it out on Tubi. I promise it is a good time. And uh, if you want to email us, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at no such thing pod. Consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. If you subscribe at the $5 level, you get a little bonus episode every two weeks. And next week we have one coming out on something that's in theaters right now, but I didn't go to the theaters to see it. It's Michael Bay's Ambulance, people. Check and, it out. Uh, it's actually pronounced Ambulance. A- ambulance. Oh, what a dramatic pause you took there, April. You're like, Michael Bay's Ambulance. <laughs> Aren't you excited? Uh, yeah. And if you want to reach me, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at April Hitmansky. You can follow me on Twitter at DeClue J, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, and letter J, or you can listen to me every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. It's Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. And thank you, Justin, for making us watch Munchie. No problem. (laughs) My pleasure. I'm April Lidmansky. I'm Justin LeClue. And I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. And I'm Tom DeLuise. Hey! We've been having too much fun with these movies. Time for a really bad one. (laughs) Return to Dinosaur City. Oh, no. Is this a sequel? No, this is a sequel. (laughs) But I'll make it.